In this lesson, we're going to consider registered land. Now, up until this point in this course, the evolution of what we have discussed in terms of unregistered land and the land charges register as well as the registration process has all led up to this point, which is the ultimate aim of UK property law, which is to register all land. The primary concern in relation to registered land and the primary piece of legislation that is discussed about heavily is the Land Registration Act of 2002. Now there is an LRA or a Land Registration Act of 1925 but for the purposes of this particular lesson we will consider only the LRA of 2002 because this is the point at which a change, a shift has substantially or substantively occurred. However, we must also note LPA 1925, which is a very pivotal uh, piece of legislation and act, which is part and parcel of property law within the UK in many syllabuses. Now, as I mentioned earlier, the primary purpose of registering land or to create more registered land is, number one, alienability. Because there is no need, once a land is registered, to look at the old-fashioned root of title and it becomes easier to convey or rather conveyancing becomes easier transfer and sale becomes much more simpler there's a sense certain set of certainty which is number two the secondary purpose of it however this particular aspect or this particular purpose of registering land must be qualified with the fact that there is a certain set of interests which are unregistered which in fact override the register but we'll get into that a bit later on. Now, there are three principles or concepts which surround the register. And how I've always looked at it is these concepts or these principles are a way of rationalizing or justifying registration of land. Now, for example, the mirror principle states that both the register as well as the actual situation with the land must be the same thing which means if a potential purchaser looks at the land charges registry and sees all the information which is posted up there or sees all the information noted, that is the current subsisting situation and the condition of the land which he or she wishes to purchase. However, even this sort of principle is now qualified a bit. Uh, as you would know, the earlier instance which I mentioned, the unregistered interests which override the register. Uh, similarly, both insurance which, which give certainty towards the purchaser compared to unregistered land. Now, note that both freehold or leasehold title owners of a registered piece of land, those owners are referred to as registered proprietors. Now, the concept of the land registry where all of this information uh, is stored, is located, is actually made up of three separate registers. Firstly, you have the property register, which describes the property and all the legal rights enjoyed over others' land. Then you have the proprietorship register, which has the information of the actual owner of the land, be it freehold or leasehold. And finally, you have the charges register. This has all of the third-party rights or the interests enjoyed by others over this particular land. However, this does not include the same unregistered overriding interests which I mentioned earlier. There are several classes of proprietary rights in terms of registered land. The first kind is the registrable kind, 
which is either absolute or a good leasehold. And what this is, is in fact registrable, unregistered land. Now, that's a bit of a tongue twister, but it deals with current unregistered land that you are hoping to register. Now, note one of the earlier topics that we covered in this course, where I discussed the fact that certain instances, for example, when there's a conveyance, a sale or a transfer, that acts as a trigger for registration. So these types of lands are actually registrable. Secondly, you have interests protected by registration, primarily by the land registry and the charges register. Then you have the unregistered interests that override the register, which are not specifically shown within the land registry. Now these are found in Schedules 1 and 3 of the Land Registration Act or the LRA of 2002. And a purchaser is bound if he knew on inspection or got to know about it when making inquiries. This is very similar to uh, the doctrine of notice, only if the purchaser knew about it, he is bound by it.